This episode is brought to you by NordVPN. Listen up, nerds. No. Good evening, Mr. and Mrs. America, from border to border and coast to coast and all the ships at sea. What? Hello, friends. Do you have a computer? Of course you do, because it's not 1987. Hell, you're listening to this on some kind of computer right now. But do you have a VPN? Oh, (laughs) what's a VPN, you ask? Well, my friend, a VPN is a virtual private network and it offers two key benefits. Enhanced privacy and security online. But VPNs do a lot more than that. VPNs shield your IP address, change your browsing location, and make online life easier. It's all about safety and security, my friends. But, like everything else in life, it's also about watching TV. Don't let your paid subscriptions go to waste. I use NordVPN to access my home content while I'm traveling. Wink, wink. Plus, secure your connection on public Wi-Fi in airports, hotels, cafes, anywhere you go when you're traveling. There's over 6,300 servers in 111 countries, and you can find a nearby server for the best VPN speeds. NordVPN is easy to use. Connect with one click or enable auto-connect for zero-click protection. And it's got amazing speed. NordVPN is one of the fastest VPNs out there. And with just one NordVPN account, you can use it on six devices. It supports every major platform, Windows, Android, iOS, Mac OS, Linux, even Android TV. I think those are all real. Don't miss out on all the awesome benefits for using a VPN. Go to nordvpn.com ifanboy today for a risk-free 30-day money-back guarantee. The link's in the show notes. Once again, that's nordvpn.com ifanboy. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Um, you ever feel like you really need to get something off your chest? This is this this is a, like a real thing. Like, if you're mad, if you're upset, if uh, if there's something going on, like the I, there's there's often for me an idea. Maybe it's a wrong. Maybe it's a moment. It's it's an injustice. It's something that because you, you keep going on and on over and over in your mind about it, and like that can create anger and resentment or shame, whatever it is. And very often. I have found, I am not a therapist, I have found that when you let it out, when you give it voice, when you say it out loud, um, sometimes it makes you feel better because you've, you've expressed it. And sometimes it makes you realize like, oh, this is not a big deal that I've, it's been stuck in my head. So you give voice to those things um, and it can make you feel a lot better. And shock of all shocks, therapy is one of those things that can help you do that. It can help you be able to say those things in a place where you don't need to worry about the repercussions of it, work your way through it, uh, figure out coping skills, how to get around it, you know, find, find ways to deal with that stuff instead of letting it fester. Um, if you are thinking of starting therapy, uh, if anything I said sounds familiar, you're like, oh, maybe my life would be a little better if I could deal with that kind of thing. You should give BetterHelp a try. It's fully online. It is convenient, flexible. It is suited to your schedule. That's the idea. That's what they're going for. Um, you can fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. That's a big deal. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. That that personal connection, I believe, to be super important. Again, I'm not a professional. Uh, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash iFanboy today. You get 10% off your first month. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash iFanboy. You're listening to Goodfellas Minute 69. <laughs> I know I'd go from rags to riches if you would only say you can. Hello and welcome to Goodfellas Minute, the only podcast that analyzes the Martin Scorsese picture Goodfellas one all right minute at a time. All right. <laughs> I'm Ron Richards and with me is Connor Kilpatrick. All right. And Josh Flanagan. All right. No, no, no. I'm all right. I thought you said I'm all right. I, I, no. All right. 
this uh, is the, this is the minute I think I feel like Josh has been waiting for the entire. Oh God, I can't wait. So I this minute, I, I say this a lot, don't I? We both do. Everyone does. Yeah. So okay. minute sixty nine begins uh, with Tommy asking if he's a mirage, and what minute, and and it ends with Shane. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite line of this minute. Shane? I actually wrote that in my notes. Shane, question mark. I, I love that in the middle of his angry rant, he stops to go, Shane. Like, <laughs> the fuck are you talking about Shane? <laughs> what I don't... I, I, like, I, he has multiple tracks going in his brain where he is <laughs> yelling at and humiliating Spider, but also enough to know that they're completely wrong in their guess about the movie he was looking for, and they could not believe they would even bring up Shane when that was Cliff Robertson and not Humphrey Bogart. Well, yeah, well... <laughs> That's that's the thing is that when, that whole thing I just don't understand because it's he asks he goes he goes what was the cowboy picture with Humphrey Bogart and every and people are trying to think of it and, and, and Jimmy turns up and goes Shane knowing it's the wrong answer Jimmy wasn't giving Shane as a possible answer like he's trying to throw him off and it's like and he finds it very amusing that he did that right it was Jimmy it's yeah exactly anybody else he'd shoot them Jimmy doesn't have trouble enjoying life. <laughs> He even enjoys when he's mad, so he yeah. really gets the whole thing. <laughs> Shame. So, uh, that's okay. That's not. We're not there. No, uh, I ruin know. the end of the minute. Um, what am I? A mirage? Yep. So Spider has forgotten Jimmy uh, Tommy's drink. He did not bring the which, cut in cut in water as as requested. Which, as we noted in yesterday's episode, to be fair, was clearly ordered. Clearly ordered. This is Spider did not do very well at his job here. Uh, However, on a lot of jobs, a, a reprimand uh, might include, at worst, a written warning at this point. Right. So, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, and uh, so, so it's probably it's probably good to give the context to to who Spider was. Um, now, and this is again like anything Henry Hill sold us is up for debate. But uh, yeah, so apparently, uh, Michael, quote, quote unquote, Spider Gianco. Uh, was a 16-year-old kid who had a job as a barman at Roberts, which was the nightclub that Jimmy owned, and uh, and we're gonna. This is gonna be a rare kind of real-world bio because I'm not gonna tell you the whole story in this episode. We're gonna wait until later, I think next week or so, uh, to finish it. Uh, but there, I will say that there's a lot of speculation that Henry Hill made up Spider. Hmm. Uh, because the the uh, uh, police and other folks who have investigated him have found no records or birth certificate of anyone named Michael Gianco, and uh, and apparently in the neighborhood where he supposedly lived and worked, no one had ever heard of him. So hmm. whether or not this whole scene happened or something that Henry Hill made up to tell Nicholas Pileggi to as an example of Tommy's insanity, who knows? Because nobody can actually connect it to somebody in real life. So, Interesting. Yeah, that's great. Isn't that great? But it gets that's, better. It gets better when I finish the story next week when we talk about. Are you it. gonna be crushed if one day you find out this whole thing is a lie? No, no, because it's very amusing. Okay, I don't care. <laughs> I don't believe you. This is not one of those minutes that I mean. Like this is this is a very. I mean, don't get me wrong. This is one of my favorite minutes. I know we say no, that no, all no, the time. no, no. I don't mean this minute. What? I mean the whole thing. No, no, that's what I'm saying. But like this whole thing is it, this is not a good thing. No, no, no. The whole story of Henry Hill. Oh, no, I don't care. Whatever. Actually, I, 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 I would prefer it was fiction. It's kind of awful when you think about it. Okay. I mean, we know Lufthansa happened. We know that happened. We know Air France happened. We know those are real. 
Right. Jimmy was real. <laughs> Jimmy, like all these people are real. All the little nuances. I assume a lot of this is false or, or, I mean, we, Henry Hill is known to be someone with questionable, uh, you can't trust the word the guy said. Let's just say that. Right. <laughs> so he's like, a liar. Yeah, exactly. In fact, his wife says as much <laughs> early on as did many other, to... as did many other people who worked with him for many years after reading the book. <laughs> well, different reasons. Yeah. All right. So Mike spiders played by Michael Imperioli, whose name is actually James Michael Imperioli, uh, liar. And, uh, he was from Mount Vernon, New York. Grew up, uh, spent time at Yonkers, Ron, went to high school in Yonkers. Yep. And is best known for playing Christopher on Sopranos, but he that's probably the role he blew up playing, but he's been working forever. He's got over 80 credits. He's a writer and director as well. Uh, he, was a, he did a turn on Law and Order as one of the cops. He was did a great job in the U.S. version of Life on Mars as one of the, one of the yep. 70s cops. Yep. Um, he's one of those great character actors. And he's and he's um, not only like did his wife own a bar in the city in New York City, but they also owned a theater and were doing plays and all that That's sort of right. stuff. Yeah, so uh, and he's actually, a bit of a bit of a chef, and he won the Tournament of Stars on Chopped. Yeah, I remember that. Um, and also, uh, what was interesting is that if you if you if you want to learn more about Michael Pirelli, you should tune into the episode of WTF with Mark Marin where he interviewed him, but where they talked about this role, and I thought it was interesting to hear him explain that originally. They they discuss having Spider be a little slow, like he well, was. He, it, it was kind it of enough. like they went through with that. Yeah, they, it, they did that. Yes. Well, no, I know exactly and how they got to the character and all that sort of stuff. And 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 but what's interesting is because hearing Imperial talk about it and then watching it again here, I don't get the sense that he's so much slow as just he was a bumbling sixteen year old kid. I did. I did. Uh, that was actually one of the questions I wrote. Is is he supposed to be mentally challenged? Yes, because he's playing yes. it that way. Yes, he is playing it that. Yeah. Way. Yeah, like straight up, like, I'm, but at the same Which time, makes it, it all the more awful. Everything happens. Yeah, yeah, but at the same time, I don't feel like he's he's witless or anything because the, I mean, the first thing is he's trying to. Exp- okay, so one of the things that we have here is that you know he says to Tommy, he says, "You, I, I thought you said that you was all right," and then they go back and forth with this, and then what Spider's trying to do is to act like a human and speak to Tommy as if he was a human. Right. Mistake. No mistake. Yep. What I'm saying, no, no, you don't understand. Let me try to explain so that you can understand and you won't be upset. I thought you said that you were all right. And there's nothing that he can do at this point. Right. He's trying to he's trying to obey the rules of civilized society and it's not going to work out. For and him. The, and the thing is that Tommy gives him an out though because they they so they they try to so the the the, the conflict is is that he did you not bring, he justifying did, these men. No, 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 no. No, I'm not justifying this behavior at all and it just gets worse in tomorrow's minute. But um uh but what's interesting about this is that so so Spider forgets Tommy's drink, which we have already established was clearly requested. I didn't okay? Because he, he was too busy dancing to himself over at the bar, right? And so then Tommy says, what am I, Mirage? You don't give me my drink. And Spider's trying to explain, no, I thought you said you were all right. He's trying to do all that. And they go a couple of rounds of this. And then finally, finally Tommy says, well, you're going to get the drink or not? And he goes, all right, yeah, yeah I'll go get the drink. So that's he gave him his out. It could have no. ended there. Uh, he wasn't going to no. end it there. That was going to go on all night. Exactly. He was going. He was. Tra- he was trying to explain. Say, well, see, this is how we can be on the same page. And then he clearly would have gone and got the drink. Yeah. He did not put Tommy on the pay no mind list. Yeah. Just, 
the cutting wit of Tommy DeSimone. Which I do what, on the, the They know mind list? <laughs> which, which is another thing that I've said to numerous people over the years. <laughs> <laughs> it really is useful. The, the, this, scene, this scene really does, like, we, we, we talk about the things that we say to each other in the quotes, is the combination of the, what, what am I on the pay no mind list, and the, uh, no, no, I thought you said you were all right. You were all right. <laughs> I, I thought I thought you said the you was all right. <laughs> and then, it, Tommy calls him a mumbling, stuttering little fuck. Yeah, lot of is, lot of stuttering, a lot of compl- like they do not like stutterers. Yeah, it's true. I yeah. think there was a big thing about that, that. You know, in the past, this is another example of an excellent Joe Pesci monologue. Yes, he he he. Yeah, he and goes it's, off. And it's improvised. It's all improvised. Which I have to assume it's improvised, and it just he is fantastic. Yeah. He is, and and the funny thing is, if if you look at this as being in character, as soon as like you know, as soon as Tommy gets them laughing, he ramps it up. Yep. Oh, yeah. So he starts going more and more, and so so in a way, they're all responsible. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> I mean, like it's it's that because person- what he's doing it's that is personality of that guy. It's the personality of the guy who's who's desperately trying to get everyone to pay attention to him and laugh at him, and then once he gets the laughs, he's got to keep going and keep going and keep going. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So Tommy decides he's since he's since since Spider's been dancing he's gonna he's gonna shoot at his feet make him dance and he's, he wants to act like a cowboy and he he calls for the name of the Humphrey Bogart Western which is the fun fact for this episode the the Oklahoma Kid which is a shout out was in nineteen made in nineteen thirty nine starring Jimmy Cagney and Humphrey Bogart and it was Cagney's first ever Western in which he only made three right. Hmm. What else you got, Ron? And and also Humphrey Bogart was not starring in that. That's like, no. Keith yeah. Cagney was a star. Yeah, exactly. Which those I thought are, was funny. Those are non-Western folk. Well, yeah, yeah. as far as non-Westerns you can. As you well, can. Cagney Cagney did everything. Cagney did everything. No, no, hey. no. That's that's totally true. The point yeah. is, like, these are lower lower east side cowboys. Cowboys. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and what so, I fi- what I find interesting is Tommy's like again. This is like remember the truck hijacking when he was like, "We're gonna go back and split up the loot," and, and yeah. you know, and that whole thing. Like Tommy likes cowboys. Well, it's He's, what they would have grown up watching movies. Yeah, they would have been. been there. Yeah, their Star Wars really. Yeah. <laughs> uh, nice. <laughs> he he references uh, he references Step and Fetch it. Yes. Uh, in here, Step and Fetch it was uh, an actor. That was the stage name of Lincoln Theodore Monroe Andrew Perry. A lot of names. Wow. Uh, who lived from uh, May 1902 until uh, November of 1985. Uh, his his stage name was Steppen Fetchett, um, an African-American uh, actor, a comedian, uh, and film actor. He appeared in 54 films between 1925 and 1976. He has a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame in the category of motion pictures. Uh, looking back... Um, the character that he was most famous for was the laziest man alive, which was uh, considered to be both very, very racist and also somewhat subversive, depending on how you look at it. Uh, but generally, that very, very awful stereotypical sort of view uh, of black men uh, that was held by people back then and, and shown in movies. Um, as a postscript, uh, his son uh, in 1969, about the time this was happening, Donald Lambright, um, went on a shooting rampage on the Pennsylvania Turnpike. Uh, oh, shooting and injuring 15 people and killing three of them before turning the gun on himself. Well, in Jesus. his defense, have you ever been stuck in traffic on the Pennsylvania Turnpike? hey Because I have, and it's just it's an awful experience. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> No, I'm not, I'm not defending that. Um, going back to the Oklahoma Kid. Yes. That movie came out in 1939. Right. It is 1970. Right. At what point has Tommy seen this movie? They would have aired that like on overnight. 
Yeah, like on the, that would have been the one late, of those, late show and the late late yep, movie or whatever. That kind of thing. Yeah. They probably did western revivals at, yeah. at movie theaters, the theaters and stuff. Yeah. Okay. And if, he's, and if he's into cowboys, he would have sought it out. Right. Yep. So then that further follows up. So the so Jimmy jokingly suggests Shane, uh, yeah. which which came out in 1953 and starred Alan Ladd, who later went on to head up the studio, which is interesting. Um, but uh, why is Shane funny? I don't get that joke. Because it's it's what not the fuck Shane. It's so funny about Shane. Like like no, that's my whole thing. Is like, is it just funny because he's just suggesting any cowboy movie and he just goes Shane? You know. Well, like, it's it's one of the most famous cowboy movies of all time. Right. So but, it's obviously not a Bogart movie. We all know it. But I don't. But I don't. I just don't get why it's so funny. I don't get why because you, it's, like, because it's oh. like saying, uh, what's that um, that movie that Harrison Ford's in with the, with the Wookiee and you go Star Trek? It's so obviously not that. So that's yeah. it. so it's just a bad joke. That's a good joke. It's the it's What's one of the most famous westerns of all time. <laughs> What's that movie with the shark? Right, it's, Gremlins. Uh, Gremlins. Gremlins. Right. Also, right. I did something crazy earlier on in this minute. I conflated two things, which are related, but ro- so Shane was Alan Ladd. Yeah. Shame, S H A M E, <laughs> the Batman villain. Was played by Cliff Robertson. I was wondering was a, why you said Cliff Robertson. Which was a takeoff like, <laughs> of Shane. Oh, okay. There we go. <laughs> Alan Ladd, well, the one of, who was head of Fox, who grew no, Star Wars? I, or is no, that I Ladd just, Jr.? Alan Ladd Jr. I, I, I was just about to correct myself. Alan Ladd son, Alan Ladd Jr., was the head of the studio that greenlit Star Wars, Alan Ladd Jr. Laddie. So, yes, as Laddie. Called him as in the meetings. Called. Yes, an important producer and, uh, and uh, studio head. Well, and I, I think, I mean, we're going to get into this more tomorrow a little bit, but all these movie references and stuff that Tommy's into, oddly enough, I mean, we're talking about a Scorsese movie. I mean, the guy's nuts for movies, so he would have yeah. watched all these movies and known them, and there's there's no shortage of movie references as we go through this. But Tommy is actually, the, oddly enough, the cipher uh, for that, yeah. uh, for the well, director, which I think is interesting. And so, therefore, this whole scene was improvised. So did De Niro come up with the Shane bit himself, or did Scorsese plant it? It's still it works we'll either way. <laughs> I'm just really focused on the on the Shane bit. I just I just <laughs> I don't know why you're having a time understanding. It's like one of the most famous westerns ever. So it, oh, I know, every, I know, but I just they don't know would all know it's not Cliff Robertson Bogart. was in it. Yeah, Cliff Robertson played Shane, and no. and, and um Ed, uh, Vincent Price was playing Egghead. No, and, you're talking about stop. <laughs> you're talking about shame. Right. You know, in, you know right. In Shane where he had the white Otto Preminger was Mr. Freeze. No. Oh. <laughs> Alan Ladd played Shane. Oh, Frank Gorshin, the Riddler. Right. 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 He, he Jack Palance was in Shane. Jack Palance was in Shane. Jack Palance was in Shane. Yes. Oh God. And Harrison Ford, I think, was the kid. <laughs> but I just wasn't sure if there was some sort of like like Bogart was nowhere near Shane. Right, which That's is why it's joke. funny. That's the joke. I, I don't think it's funny. I don't know why. <laughs> We, we have to stop. Because <laughs> I'm going to quit the show. Let me, let me put it in, 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 in terms you might understand. Okay. If someone says, the, the, the Ray Liotta gangster movie, and someone says, The Godfather, that, but, that, that's but they, the tenor but of the they joke. they did it on purpose. Right. That's the point. Okay. But to fuck with them. you, as, li- as the listener, didn't realize that they did it on purpose. It's busting balls. on you. It's busting balls. It's always just busting all right, balls. All right, all right. I love it that someday you're going to be walking down the street. And you're going to run into Joe Pesci and you go, I'm sorry. I got to ask you something. 
Shane? <laughs> no, I'm going to ask the Nero. I'm going to ask the Nero. It's not going to be It Pesci. works either way. Yeah. Uh, interesting to note that Shane was not in the shooting script, but the Oklahoma kid bit was. So that was where he was trying to get to. Well, the, yeah, they had to. Yeah, yeah. Which is interesting. I just like to see Shane, in, the, in these in these heavily improv scenes. I like to see what the. Then what I the, think De Niro threw in Shane, and then Pesci did a great <laughs> reaction take to yeah. it. It's no, don't get me wrong. It's great. I agree with you. I totally. As we've established, yeah. there are some diversions, right? Yeah. <laughs> of which the Shane joke was one. <laughs> Shane. Anybody? I, I'm not even in charge of this. Does anybody else have anything for this minute? Oh, I have something. Oh, okay, all right, great. let's do it. I have the fuck count. Oh boy, it's fifteen. Wow. 15 is the new record. Thank, single, thanks to Tommy. Minute. Thanks to thanks Tommy. To Tommy. Yep. There's a lot of fucks in this little rant he makes. He has against Spider. He really wanted that cutty in water. Right. That's the Almost thing. as much. Well, actually, he wanted it two more than he wanted to bang that Jew broad. <laughs> so now we see the relationship between <laughs> the Jew broads and cutty in water. Right. So. I think he just likes the attention of making fun of somebody weak. <laughs> oh, you think? I don't know. Just just an idea I had. <laughs> just yeah. throw it out there. All right. You, oh. guys, you guys got anything else? That and to highlight his, his vast Western knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up for minute 69. Tune in tomorrow for minute number 70. And until then, you can check us out over on the social media land. You can go to Facebook and Instagram where we are Goodfellas Minute. And if Twitter, Twitter is your thing, you can go to Goodfellas Min because usernames can only be so long. Um, and you can find all of our episodes at goodfellowsminute.com. If you'd like to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash gfm. That's where you can sign up to become a patron of the show. And patrons who sign up at the $5 or higher level get bestowed with their own mob name. And we're going to be doing that tomorrow. So tune in. We're going to open the books on yet another patron. It's very exciting when it happens. There's there's, a, there's pomp and circumstance, and it's, it's wonderful. Um, I think I got that phrase wrong. So, uh, <laughs> no, you got it right. You oh, I did? It. Yeah, you did. Oh, okay, good. All right, good. Wow. Uh, if you've got any questions or anything you want to add to the show or any uh, comments, we've gotten some great emails from listeners, and so keep them coming. You can email us at contact at goodfellowsminute.com. Uh, and until then, I am going to go pour myself a cutty in water and dance. Or will I go from a rags to return? My fate is up.